0: Okay, then.
1: Ron Wolfley. Ron Wolfley. What is up? (laughs) Witchbuster. Extraordinaire. Love that guy. Luke Lipinski. He sounds pretty good. He sounds pretty articulate. Wolf and Luke. 98.7
0: FM, Arizona's Sports Station. Live from the Auction Community Studios on this Thursday morning, it is the Wolf and Luke show, and it is a... Football Thursday, Wolf. In the truest sense of the word, the NFL season finally begins tonight. I don't know about you, but I had two fantasy football drafts last night. No I'm way. Sure you had are one, you serious? But, uh, How many
1: leagues are you in? That's that what I'd like many. to know right uh, now. Okay, uh, so I'm you're... Gonna, can I guess? Go ahead you guess, I'm going to go guess. the number of the, the world. How about four? Yep. Really? Yeah. I nailed it. So one you one knew is, exactly what it was. You knew that four is the, I, the, I knew forest, the number going. of the yeah. world. Oh, that's yeah. good. You know what? You're making some progress. So, you here. know,
0: it took a year, and I finally have uh, started to get, catch on to some of the things you've said. Yes. I see. Interesting. Uh, I know somebody who's in uh, 14 leagues. <laughs> 14.
1: <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, there is a limit. Rick, is that you? you 14? No, is so. that what you're saying? Now, is it Rick that's in 14 No, it's, it's not. I don't know how many oh, leagues okay. Rick is in. Oh, oh it's Bear.
0: It's got to be Bear uh, here at the station. I don't right? think Bear's in that. Bear is in a few, though. Okay. Bear's, you know, I Bears. I Bear's fun to watch football yeah, with yeah, on yeah, Sundays. I'm sure Bear is, Bears. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah.
1: We'll Yes. Well, if I'm in one league, okay, good. One only. You know, Rick, I'm, I'm proud of you, man. One league, right there. Um, you're in four, and somebody's in fourteen. I would say most people are probably in more um, than the four that I'm in. Listen, if you're in fourteen right now, you got a problem. Two is you the ideal number. Admit, you have to admit you've got a problem. Two is the ideal. Why? Is, why is because
0: two? if you're if you're going to put the work in to do one. You may as well just do the second one because it's not that much additional work. But once you get past two, then you don't even know what you're, you're hoping happens on Sundays. So I'm in four. But to be fair, I was only going to do one. I got sucked into two yesterday. Once you're kind of in leagues, it's hard to get out. And then the fourth one is college football. So that, that, that barely counts.
1: Yes. Uh, all right. Well, we have a game tonight. That's what you're talking we, about. That's
0: basically. And I'll tell you what, <laughs> and the game tonight is a big deal. It is. But I'm, to me, it's being overshadowed by the fact that Mark is golden is on the practice field today for the arizona
1: Cardinals. how about that marcus (laughs) golden is actually practicing the junkyard dog what does that mean can we read into that at all The toe is okay? (laughs) (laughs) Looked fine. Is that what you're saying? The toe is ready to go. Is the wallet ready to go? Is the wallet ready? You know, you have to wonder if, in fact, this is good news here because I think we're going to take this as a positive that he's out on the practice field. And whether it was the toe this whole time or whether it was the fact that he was looking to get paid Maybe resolution draw nigh.
0: I, I was going to say I haven't heard that he's gotten paid, but I'm watching a video that our own Tyler Drake tweeted out about an hour ago, and he's toe looks fine to me. I mean, he doesn't look like full speed Marcus Golden, but he's also not just standing there. He's in full, yeah, mostly full equipment, making moves.
1: You know, he's he's oh yeah, he's doing the agility drills. Like he looks, he looks like Marcus Golden. That's fantastic, right there. That is great news because that means this is going to be resolved that 's what I'm right i 'm thinking I would just
0: this i 'm going to go ahead and put this in the positive category. <laughs> This is
1: we 're going to read into this one until somebody tells us otherwise why shouldn 't we read into it
0: no he 's out there, so this was the injury report that came out yesterday and it came out officially after our show so i 'm just going to read through some of these all right and you just you react okay okay uh, let 's start with the let 's start with the Kansas City Chiefs, right know your opponent okay okay everybody practice they 're fine. Now onto wait, the cards. No
1: everybody practiced. Everybody practiced. You, was there anybody on the injury report? They have report? four guys
0: on the injury report, okay? Yes. All of their uh all of their status though is full
1: practice, full participant. Full practice. So it's, And it's not like their household names, The only,
0: the only one that I, if I read these names off, people are going to be like, "Oh, okay, is Juju Smith-Schuster." <laughs> right. He's full participant knee injury but full participant if you're a full participant on wednesday unless something else happens in the week you're playing right.
1: you basically have a Z on your knee yeah that's the problem it even, right it, now. Basically it says knee it right practice, there he's playing
0: uh dion bush malik herring trey smith but again all full participants and not <laughs> not the caliber of players here's the cardinals injury report for wednesday <sighs> these guys were limited aaron brewer ankle Zach Ertz, calf, Justin Pugh, neck, Zeke Turner, shoulder, Jonathan Ward, shoulder. Those guys were all limited. That's just the limited, Wolf. Yeah. That's not even the did not participate in practice, which was Marcus Golden, Rodney Hudson, Trayvon Mullen, J.J. Watt. Now, to be fair, Marcus (laughs) Golden's out there today.
1: Trayvon Mullen's been here how long and now all of a sudden he's hurt.
0: He looked around. He's like, I, I guess I'm hurt, too. I don't know. What is going on
1: Man, I, I, you know, I hope that maybe this is just the way it's going to be all year long. Maybe uh, this is just going to be, hey, listen, if you, hey, buddy, are you looking at me right now? If you've got any type of pain, you sit down and be quiet. Well, okay, so let's. And you know what? That's okay. Let's play that out, right? As so, long as you win. <laughs> yeah, as long as you win. That's okay. I'm as totally as in. As long you do it. I, as long as you win. Say it again. Yeah, I, this, I,
0: I'm totally in on what they're doing this season
1: as long as they win. I'm in if you win yeah. cliffy it's, it's chicken and <laughs> i'm in if you win i love that that's so human isn't it it, it
0: really it is <laughs> because especially because the first time i thought of that was just it was organically on the air like i guess i'm in with what they're doing as long as they win it wasn't even about the injuries that was about how they were handling the preseason i'm, I'm in with sitting guys throughout it. the whole preseason as long as it, it works when you
1: get dogmatic uh, i love it when you get dogmatic like that i'm in if you win. Yeah, I and mean, we can't
0: really argue with that. that logic, is, no, is.
1: that is pretty clear right there.
0: So let's play out these two scenarios. It's either like you're kind of hinting, not that you're saying it is, but that it, you know, is this what it's going to be all year? Are the Cardinals just going to have a longer injury report than every team except maybe the Patriots? Because any injury <laughs> is going to get thrown on there. Or are
1: all these guys actually hurt? I think option B is the worst option because these are some pretty big players. Honestly, right now, I don't even want to think of the fact that all these guys are really hurt. And, And when I say hurt, listen, they can't put them on the injury report unless they actually have some type of injury. Yeah. Some type of hurt. But hurt and injured, two different things. He, you can do the
0: like the Patriots have done under Belichick. This guy's hurt. I know he's probably going to play, but he's still going on the injury report just to be extra cautious, right? Yes. I'm hoping it's that, even though that's going to be exhausting if that's all season. I'm hoping it's that as opposed to, oh, yeah, you actually have to worry about these guys playing on Sunday because
1: that's not going to bode well. No, it's not. Um, it just it really infuriated me when I looked at the Kansas City Chiefs. And their, that, that's absurd. Injury report. Okay, the fact that Juju Juju Smith Schuster, based on he's okay now, he's that is a guy that I think is really poised to have a great season. Of course, because he's playing with Patrick Mahomes, he's playing in that offense, the Kansas City Chiefs. But he's got a lot of speed out in the field with him as well, with Marcus veldes yeah, and and also having uh, Hardman over the top. And the he's Sky more kid, lot, like him too. Yeah, he, he's got a lot of speed around him. I think that's really going to open up the field for him. And, of course, Travis Kelsey. But I think he's going to have a great year, Juju Smith-Schuster. But, man, um, that really got me when I looked at that injury report and all of them. All of them were full practice. Well, it doesn't seem fair on
0: the surface, right? Because one of these teams played their starters during the preseason. Patrick Mahomes, I feel like, has, has played an entire NFL game already. He's just ready in to preseason. go. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's ready good. to go. Totally healthy. Everybody's said, Okay, so when you're looking at the Cardinals injury report yesterday, you're like, I think I a lot of injuries for a team that didn't play anybody in the preseason and held a lot of guys out of practices at camp. Let's see how the Chiefs are looking. And then there is no injury report for the Chiefs,
1: basically. Yeah, never forget this, though, Basin, onions There is an old coaching adage um, about a player that they didn't want play to be married in college, did you know that, Luke? Back when I played, they really did not want you to be married in college because they wanted you to be married to the football program. If you know what I mean, I they didn't want married any, to the game. They didn't want any distractions whatsoever. And there are some coaches that are in the NFL now. Even now there are some coaches that still believe hey listen, man, you don't need any distractions like your personal life or anything like that. They don't want a guy to get serious about a girl that don't want an American Now again, they're in the minority these coaches, but there's still that philosophy that exists in the National Football League about, hey, listen, you know, I want all your attention, Bill Belichick. I want all your attention on us and the game of football. And never forget, Pat Mahomes got married in March. Brittany Mahomes. I feel like Patrick Mahomes has been married since, like, he was a freshman in college. How will it impact? There's a lot of people speculating as to how it will impact Patrick Mahomes' career going forward. Because make no mistake. The one thing it's not going to do is stay the same.
0: (laughs) All right, we come back, football starts tonight. Just how pumped are you for Bills-Rams? Is this a Super Bowl preview right out of the gate? That's next. It's the Wolf and Luke Show on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. So were there two of us? There were two of us in the Wolf Pack. I was alone first in the pack. Wait a second. Could it be? I just added two more guys to my Wolf Pack. Four of us wolves running around the desert together. In Las Vegas, you and your wolf pack in Vegas for cards Raiders. You want to win? All right, Wolf, we are two for two on this so far this week. It is time for our weekend with the Wolfpack qualifier. Today it is Wesley James from Phoenix. Wesley, you have ten minutes to call 602-260-9870. You'll get qualified for the grand prize trip to Vegas to see the Cardinals take on the Raiders and a hotel stay courtesy of Circa Resort and Casino. If Wesley James doesn't call within ten minutes, we're going to open the phone lines to somebody else. If you didn't hear your name, you can still win by texting Vegas to 620-620. Listen for your name tomorrow between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. So once again Wesley James from Phoenix 10 minutes to call 602-260-9870 You do that, you're going to Cardinals Chiefs and you have a chance to win that trip to Vegas. And we wow, how
1: sweet that is right there man We are 2 for 2. Can we go 3 for 3? Can we really do it? I've been doing this a long, long time here at the Station base on the I can't ever remember going 3 for 3 in a contest like this. Well, I believe I believe
0: we're only doing it through tomorrow,
1: obviously, with the Chiefs Cardinals
0: on Sunday, so we have a chance still for the perfect game. It's a good way to start the football season, too, if you're Wesley James.
1: Yeah, it actually ends 9 9. That much I can confirm. All right, and That go. is tomorrow, is but it you not? Coming in Look at this. this. I mean, I'm driving. He's doing all the sales, the marketing let me
0: the stuff, you right on right the, the promotions. Let me yeah, let buzz it you up. Want a buzz? <laughs> <laughs> we're definitely having you read. one of these buzzes at some point today. Sound of music. All right, Wolf. Bills-Rams tonight. We're going to make some picks later on in the show. I don't know if we're going to get all the way to Super Bowl picks, but we're at least going to pick the playoff teams. I don't know that this is my Super Bowl pick. Actually, this was my Super Bowl pick last year, <laughs> so I feel like I can pick the same Super Bowl two years in a row. Didn't work out for the Bills. Obviously, it didn't work out for the Rams. Uh, but it absolutely could be the Super Bowl this season. It absolutely could be Bills, Rams, and you know Thursday night games sometimes don't have the same quality of play because of the short week. Wolf, this isn't a short week. The Rams haven't played in uh, eight, nine months. Neither have the Bills.
1: Yeah, no, it is. This is going to be so good tonight, man. Especially the way the Buffalo Bills finished last year. And that's what I want to see. What kind of offense comes out is it going to be the offense that looks more like the first half of the buffalo bills season or is it going to be an offense that looked a whole lot more like the second half of the buffalo bills season a much more physical offense a much more attack the line of scrimmage offense and use play action to throw the ball that's what i really want to see what buffalo bills team is going to come out i suspect based on the fact there's a fullback on their roster. Oh, here we go. I suspect they're going to actually come out with the latter. They're going to be a much more physical team and put Josh, they're going to put him under center. That's what I think.
0: Well, if you remember, and we're going to talk to Zoe, Lorenzo Alexander is going to join us next hour as he does every uh, every Thursday during the football season, but he's. In LA for the game, Wolf. Obviously, he played for the Bills. He's gonna he's gonna talk to us from LA <sighs> Boy, for this one great. tonight. Uh, to your point on the Bills, okay. So last season, you know things are going along fine, but they uh, they lose that game to New England that Monday night game where Mac Jones threw three passes. That's not an exaggeration. Remember that. So the Patriots won that game fourteen to ten. Bills lose. They go to seven and five. And then the very next week, they are down to Tampa Bay at halftime, twenty-four to three. You remember this? Because yeah. this, this was the turning yes. point. Now they ended up losing to Tampa Bay, thirty-three twenty-seven in overtime. But they outscored the Buccaneers twenty-four to three in the second half. And then from that point on, beat Carolina, hammered New England, beat Atlanta, beat the Jets. Not the toughest schedule here. And then in the playoffs, beat New England by thirty. Yeah before losing that game to the Chiefs that had everybody up in arms about the coin flip and overtime. But the point is, once they really started committing to that run game, and even Devin Singletary, that if you match up Devin Singletary's game log to their, their yes. record, their game, their schedule last year, it is, it's not a coincidence.
1: And once again, too, and I, I know this is something that I continue to harp on, but there's a reason why. Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills, what happened to them last year, their team, is Exhibit A in blending the old and the new. It's exactly what I'm talking about. You need to be able to do both. You need to be able to do it to beat certain teams. Sometimes you need that quarterback under center a lot more and a much more physical rushing attack to beat a team. Maybe you need to go shotgun, spread the field, and throw the ball more to beat another team. It's it's classic Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick believed one thing, base audience, while well, he believed a lot of things, but one thing more so than others, and that was you had to be whatever you needed to be in order to beat your opponent. It, it wasn't about you know where's their weakness. Where he builds teams with players in that locker room that can be what they need to be to beat you. That is. That is classic Bill Belichick right there. Okay, if we need to put our quarterback under center and be more physical and attack the line of scrimmage and use play action, we're going to do that. We're going to be capable of doing that. Oh, we need to be in a shotgun. We're going to spread you out and go 10 personnel and just pick your secondary apart. We need to be able to do that. Wherever you are the weakest, meaning the opponent, wherever they are the weakest, you exploit that, but you've got to be capable of exploiting that that's the genius of bill belichick
0: this is these two teams were on top when we did the uh, the power pool yesterday we both had bills rams i think you had rams one i had bills one but those are the top two teams any power rankings you look at any sort of vegas odds on this season these are the top two teams now it doesn't mean they're going to finish that way but like last year wolf if you remember the thursday night the opener was tampa bay and dallas and it was a really entertaining game uh, but that wasn't and then you know obviously Tampa was the defending Super Bowl champs but that was not like this this is this is the defending Super Bowl champs against the team most people think is going to win this season to start the season that is a pretty that's a pretty compelling game and I don't know that you could pick a more compelling game honestly here's Josh Allen talking about the matchup with the defending Super Bowl champs going to play the defending Super Bowl champs and um, you know watching them raise their banner you know that'll that'll be an interesting feeling for sure and we understand there's gonna be a lot of people watching uh, it's it's an anticipated wait to the NFL season um, we're excited for it and I know the Rams are excited for it it's week one of of a, a long season it's it's one game, and we're looking forward to playing this game, but it's not going to make or break our season. Right out of the gate, too, a tough game to pick. Like, if you had to pick games, you're going to take Buffalo in week one for sure, and I'll take the Rams in week one. Who are they right. playing? Oh, they're playing exactly. each other.
1: Yeah, you know, a good thing we don't have to pick. Yeah, but you just sit there and enjoy it, and you soak it up, and you watch it and go, man, this is the greatest game I've ever seen. I want Buffalo Rather to win. Rather than worrying about who, who you said they were going to win in that game. But you, you want, want the Rams mean? to lose. I just lose. Don't want that, man. You want
0: the Rams to lose, though, just for the Look, sake of an NFC West team losing. To start the Here's season.
1: the NFC West. No doubt about it. It's the NFC West. Would I like to see the Buffalo Bills beat the Rams? You better believe it. My Buffalo Bills coming from Orchard Park, New York, where the stadium is built. Yeah, um yeah, I root for three teams based on in this league. The Arizona Cardinals, I bleed cardinal red. We all know that. Sorry, taste it. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, of course, with my older brother Craig being involved, playing for them for ten years, and still they're a radio analyst as well. And then, of course, the Buffalo Bills, born and raised in Orchard Park, New York, where the Bills are. You better believe those are the three teams that I root for. Oh, by the way, the NFC West with the Super Bowl defending Los Angeles Rams. Would I like to see them go up in flames, metaphorically speaking, of course, in the town of Orchard Park where I grew up? Yes.
0: Yeah, I I really I thought you were going to say the fourth team you root for is whoever's playing the Rams, Seahawks or 49ers. (laughs) Now, this is the craziness about this. Uh, You want to talk about respect for the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo is favored in this game, Wolf, in L.A. against the defending Super Bowl champs. So the Rams just won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Even though we all tried to block that out, they did just win the Super Bowl. Yeah. They are at home, and they are the underdogs to start the season. How often do you see that?
1: Yeah, can the Bills block Aaron Donald? Can they block Aaron Donald? That is, that is the number one question, first of all, whenever you play the Rams. Can you block Aaron Donald? That's what I'm going to ask when the Cardinals play the Los Angeles. Can you, can you block Aaron Donald? The the Rams. What's interesting about that? Oh, yes. The Rams are going to test the Bills secondary. That's what they're going to do. They're going to throw the ball. I think Matthew Stafford's going to throw the ball fifty times tonight. 50? Fifty, fifty <laughs> times. So I think they're going to attack. And they've got a young secondary right now. No, Javius White, White yeah. is out. Yep. Um, they're gonna test the Buffalo Bills secondary. You got Cooper Cup. You got Allen Robinson. Van Jefferson. Well, is Van Jefferson? He's Van he Jefferson is questionable, questionable last for You got game, Tyler Higby. Okay? You can throw to him. They, absolutely. They've got so the Rams. A of, they could sign somebody in
0: the second half of the oh, game if they want somebody it. else.
1: It's, they've got a lot of options out there for Matthew Stafford, and I could see that. I could see them attack that secondary. The Aaron Donald thing real quick. This is Josh Allen. He was asked about the plan
0: against Aaron Donald. Getting the ball off on you know, on time, um, putting it where our receivers can get it, you know, trying to wear him down maybe early with not getting to me, you know, some quick passes here or there. Uh can't uh-huh. give away too much of the game plan, but sure. um just you know, really limiting his impact on the game is what we're trying to do. Yeah. What a way to start the season tonight. Text us your thoughts to the Fandle text line at six twenty, six twenty right now. We come back. Who has more to gain? Cardinals Chiefs Sunday. That's next. It's the Wolf and Luke Show on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Hi, this is Isaiah Simmons. You are listening to 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station.
1: Starbacker is a guy that plays linebacker, a little bit of safety, a little bit of dime. I mean, he's he's a star position. Starbacker, that's
0: my first time getting like a cool name to a position. Lance hit at the goal line, and he did not. Oh, what a hit by Isaiah Simmons. He's a star, you know. He can play whatever position. (laughs) Let's go! Wolf and Luke talk Cardinals now. Yeah, you know, we do. Better day to talk Cardinals than just a couple days away from the opener against the Chiefs. And Wolf should point out Wesley from Phoenix called in three for three on this promotion this week. So, I, we, uh, I'm speechless right now. I really am. Chance for the perfect game tomorrow.
1: I have done this. What? What is this? Sixteen years or something like that. Yeah. I have no idea. I just know that I've been here almost twenty years and. I I've never experienced anything like this three for three in a contest. It's it's a pretty good uh,
0: it's a pretty good promotion because if you if we throw your name out there and it's just on the show, if we throw your name out there you're going to Chiefs Cardinals. But you get tossed into the, uh, the the qualification to go see Cardinals Raiders, but that game's in Vegas and you're staying there courtesy of Circa Resort
1: Casino. You got ten minutes to actually call and you're telling me three people three for three. in three days. They've all called in that ten-minute window,
0: and you can still enter for tomorrow by texting Vegas to six twenty six twenty. Then you got to listen between ten and two, and we're going to throw out one more name tomorrow. So that's a, a that's pretty incredible. good, pretty good start to the season. Now, Cardinals Chiefs on Sunday. You brought this question up in the pre-show meeting, Wolf. Who does this game? Who has more to gain from this game? I don't want to say who does it mean more to because it means a lot to both teams. Who right. has
1: more to gain? And uh, what are you going to say? I, who who has more to gain? Who has more to lose? I, I want to
0: say the Cardinals have more to gain. Okay, you go out there, you beat the Chiefs, half your team's on the injury report, that's huge. I, I guess it's two different questions. I think the Chiefs need the game more, because look at the division they're in. <laughs> like, if the Cardinals lose, are we going to walk in here on Monday and be like, oh, well, the Cardinals are screwed? No, you lost to the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes never loses openers. But, but if you're talking about who has more to gain... But... Yes...
1: What happened when the Cardinals dismantled the Tennessee Titans? How did we come in on Monday? I mean, I was planning a parade. <laughs> Give me the baton. <laughs> right? Uh, oh, yeah. Give me
0: the baton. So there's... I think that's what's to gain. That's, And I think Maloney just hit it. Who has more to gain? I think the Cardinals have more to gain.
1: I don't, I don't think there's any doubt about that. I think the Arizona Cardinals by far, in a way, have more to gain right here. Listen, Kyler Murray just got the bag of money delivered in a Brinks truck. That's all people are going to be talking about if, in fact, they lose. Yeah. He got all
0: that money, and he's still making half as much over the the length of the contract as Patrick Mahomes, who literally got half a billion dollars. Now, Patrick Mahomes, I believe, is the best quarterback in the NFL. I'm with you on that one right there. Mahomes! Uh, here is Cliff, who obviously knows Kyler Murray pretty well, and he knows Patrick Mahomes pretty well, too, from college.
1: I mean, just the ability to, to play off schedule. Um You know, Pat's not as fast, but he's a little bit bigger. um, Where Kyler is more quick twitch and and can really leave people when he he takes off. But I I think the baseball background with the arm angles and and being able to get the snap quick and getting it out and their quick release definitely plays into it for both of them. And um, both being raised by dads that were great athletes. I mean, that this is what they were raised to do. So being unflappable, you know, being that competitive has been their whole life.
0: Maloney brought this up earlier in the week, this this has to be the best quarterback matchup. I don't even think it's close. I, I was looking. Really? As somebody put out a list. I think it was NFL.com actually ranking the games this weekend. Like, okay, which ones are we most excited to see? I think they had Cardinals Chiefs sixth, but if you just look at quarterback matchups, I don't know that there's a more compelling one in week one.
1: Right. Um, Boy, tonight is pretty good. You Tonight think of is Josh good. Allen, or you think of Matthew Stafford You know when That's I said that, that yesterday right
0: You guys both laughed at me and called me Dan Orlovsky when uh, I said No this I did not, I was that was close. Maloney oh, okay. That is well, so but, but you Maloney were right there well. Or
1: Mel of course The laughing hurt yes. um, Listen, I, I don't know about that I also know this from a team perspective The Arizona Cardinals are coming off An off season Where people thought they did little To improve their team Can I get an amen on that one right there and even though I think they signed Zach Ertz and brought back the 80th best player in the league, according to NFL.com, that being James Conner, and traded an unproven first-round pick for Hollywood Brown, beefed up their offensive line, there are still people who look like the Arizona Cardinals. They did nothing to improve their team. And I think they did do something to improve their team. Keep the guys that made them tenant too, because that happened. There's a real belief within the organization that what, what, what happened in the second half of the season happened inside that locker room. And it had nothing to do with the likes of a James Conner. I mean, can you imagine? They, they have to recapture how they were playing in that first 10 or 12 weeks of last year. And I think the Cardinals believe they know what happened and they know how to fix it. Otherwise, why would you go out and do the same thing?
0: Uh, I think that goes back to who has more to gain in this game. The biggest concern you have as a Cardinals fan is it's the defense, and specifically it's the cornerback position. And you are facing the team that could probably exploit a weakness on defense and specifically the cornerback position better than any team in the NFL. And so if you come out of this week with a win, doesn't that, that does a lot for, even if it doesn't do anything for your team's confidence, it does a lot for your fan base's confidence of, okay, wait, maybe it isn't as bad as we thought. Now, you know, the flip side is they may get carved up by Patrick Mahomes. They wouldn't be the first team to do that. But the question was who has more to gain from a win? Yes. The Cardinals can win this game. That's, that's a huge gain. Also, oh, yeah, it would be a win at home,
1: which they just didn't <sighs> do last year. Yes. And no doubt about it. Listen, everyone knows how good the Kansas City Chiefs are. Everyone knows how good They are. If they lose to the Arizona Cardinals, you know what's going to happen. There's going to be people out there. Look, it's week one in the NFL. Stuff like this happens all the time. Week one, don't put a lot of stock in what you see out on the field, whether you win or lose in week one. Everyone knows and believes the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be one of the best teams in the National Football League. Nobody believes that about the Arizona Cardinals. Well, let me strike that. Few believe that about the Arizona Cardinals when you look at the football universe and what some of the pundits and experts are saying about the Arizona Cardinals few believe that the other thing with the Chiefs too is we're seeing that like, like
0: the Cardinals could go out there and win 41 to nothing on Sunday. As long as the Chiefs come out of the game healthy, I still think they're a Super Bowl contender. But there is this push now. You know how experts get, experts out there. They're constantly looking for the new team. So yeah. there's already people ready to write the Chiefs off. Well, they lost Tyreek Hill. And Patrick <laughs> Mahomes threw an interception in the playoffs. So they're basically done. I saw them pick fourth. See, I don't think that. I saw them pick fourth in the, NFC West, or the AFC West yesterday. The okay, Chiefs.
1: how many wins? Uh, I don't know. Fourth in the AFC fourth, West is know, probably still 12 yeah, wins. Right, you got 11 wins. <laughs> Sit down and shut it. 11 wins, not I, quite good enough. Yeah, Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Look, the the Kansas City Chiefs defense is a real question mark. It is. And it is more of a question mark, if you ask me, than the Arizona Cardinals defense. Go, Go look at the numbers. Go look at what this team did last year. It's, it's not even close, man.
0: They don't run their offenses the same way, but it feels like there is a similarity in the sense that, what you were saying yesterday, the Chiefs are built to win with offense and then kind of the defense yes, fills in the blanks. exactly right. And I don't know if the Cardinals are intentionally doing that, but to me, if the Cardinals have a lot of success this year, like you win double-digit games, you win a playoff game, right now it feels like it's going to be offense first and then the defense does what it has to do. Yeah, the defense
1: for the Kansas City Chiefs, they give up. Yards in chunks. They give it up. And part of it is via strategy. This is how they're going to play. They only gave up 21.4 points per game last year, the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, that was number eight. Yeah, that's crazy. That was crazy. number eight. Okay, so they played really, really well when they had to play well. Okay. And yet they gave up so many yards out on the field. It's stunning when you go back and you look at it. The Arizona Cardinals gave up 21.5 points per game. So technically, the Kansas City Chiefs did better from points allowed than the Cardinals did. Yet the Cardinals are number 12 because they're tied with four other teams. It's just, you know, it's. You promised me no math for the show today, I know. man. You come and you bring in your stats like I, you I'm think. just saying. All week
0: this week, we are sending you and your Wolf back to see the Cardinals take on the Raiders in Vegas, courtesy of Circa Resort and Casino. Just text Vegas to 62620. Listen for your name anytime during our show. Plus, qualifiers are going to win tickets to the Cardinals home opener. That's Vegas to 62620. When we come back, ASU against Oklahoma State on Saturday. Is this the perfect Herm Edwards game? That's next. It's the Wolf and Luke show on 987FM Arizona Sports Station. Wolf and Luke Middays, 98.7 FM,
1: Arizona's sports station. Say, this is not Rush. Rush. This is not Daddy Lee. Don't say it's Rush, my young crumb brothers. Of course, you would, because you already knew that.
0: Have you seen the uniform that ASU's wearing on Saturday? Um, no. All right. They just tweeted them out like two hours ago. I I would wear these to the show tomorrow. (laughs) I'd wear them out in public. Like, if they sent me the helmet, I would just wear it out like. You uh, are such a sun devil. No, but look at this helmet. Sometimes they don't. It's not always a home run. That's a home run.
1: Okay. That's uh, a a quality. It's uh, it's kind of cartoonish, you would say, but. I mean, what are you going to? Is that do? a bad thing? No, it's, it, it's that you've got a cartoon on your helmet. It's well, it's Sparky. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's, of it's, you're
0: right. It's it's un- it's abnormally large Sparky. Right. Yes, but I like it. It's it's a yellow helmet, yellow pants, white uh, jersey. But the helmet itself is uh, it's it's not the full Sparky. It's just the Sparky head. But it's I, huge. I love the pitchfork coming down over the crown. That's what I love. Yeah, this is um, that's my favorite. This this should move the line on the game by ten points right there. Uh, you brought something up. And see, this is proof that I was listening to you before the show, Wolf. Yeah, right. This is a very, actually, a, a very interesting thought on this game. You never have
1: a listening problem. No. Yeah, okay. it's a talking problem.
0: Well, you have. <laughs> I talk too much. <laughs> you're you know, I can maybe I can listen and talk. Each his own, though. Uh, ASU is facing number eleven Oklahoma State this weekend. It's yeah. in Stillwater, right? Uh, Oklahoma State. And they just played Central Michigan in the first game, so it's not like they you know went and took down Ohio State. Spencer Sanders was just a machine in that game. Six touchdowns, over 400 yards passing, over 50 yards uh, rushing. There's a reason they are a top 10 or 11 team, depending on what poll you look at. But you brought up the fact that this is actually the sort of game Herm should be kind of built for.
1: Man, honestly, I this is a Herm Edwards game, Bay Sinonians. It is. Listen, when Herm Edwards came here, I thought there were two things he was going to do better than anybody else, maybe, in the country. He was going to be able to recruit, and he was going to be able to motivate. I mean, that's who Herm Edwards was to me. Can you imagine Herm Edwards walking into your mom and dad's living room? (laughs) And here it goes, the Herm Edwards that we all saw on ESPN. That's what I thought you were going to get in your living room. I thought he was going to make a connection based on his NFL background, of course, and he was going to recruit very, very well. And then I also thought he was going to motivate. He was going to be a better motivator than anybody else in college football because Herm Edwards, how many... How many times did you hear Herm Edwards get a speaking job because of how good a speaker he is publicly?
0: I can say firsthand, even just going to a, a, a Herm press conference on a Monday afternoon after practice is unlike any other press conference. You walk out, and I, I used to make this comment a lot when I was there, I
1: walk out feeling like I learned life lessons. Yes, they weren't even about football. Exactly. That's Herm. I, I thought he was going to be able to recruit kids, get kids coming into the locker room, that ASU typically didn't have a chance, and that proved to be correct with some four-star recruits they brought in, and then I thought he was going to be able to motivate them. The second part is where I think this has collapsed, and I think it collapsed because you had a lot of talented kids, super talented kids. The Sun Devils last year and the disappointment of the Sun Devils last year to me At least in the Wolfley compound, staggering. We walk around the compound still to this day, mumbling about the Utah game, mumbling about BYU, mumbling about these games. They should have won and had a chance to win, and played horribly, in my opinion. Gave those two games away. Gave them away and played them back horribly in the process. Yeah. So, you know that to me, I thought he was going to be able to do that, and now. He's got a roster that these are desperate kids, my brothers. These are kids that aren't four star recruits. These are desperate kids that are looking for a home and an opportunity to play. Okay, good. So now all of a sudden the clay is right there for Herm to mold because now I think he's going to be able to get their attention, focus them, and motivate them. I don't know if they're going to win. In Stillwater basin or I have no idea. Right now the odds would say, heck no, they're not gonna win. They're not gonna beat Oklahoma State in Stillwater, not gonna beat the eleventh best team in the country in Stillwater, not gonna do it. Or are they?
0: Well, this is what I would say. And you know, I think you kinda hit the nail on the head of what's been so frustrating with ASU over the last couple of years. I'd like to see a situation where Herm's able to put the good recruiting together. With the good motivation, and I would say the third thing that, that isn't as strong is he has that commitment to the running game, which I think may come in, in handy this uh, this weekend as well. Uh, I mean, they're obviously pretty big underdogs against Oklahoma State, but doesn't mean you can't win a game. They're not playing Ohio State. I'm, I've decided this, Wolf. I'm just going to be. They're not playing Alabama. I don't want really to keep using Ohio State as the bar. Uh, <laughs> I, I, to, to feel Stop dirty, it. Uh, I'm just going to be absurdly optimistic all season until I have a reason not to. So right now one and zero won the first game by thirty seven. Who cares who they played? They're one and zero. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. give. I'm gonna be optimistic. But to your point, last year's team was a great recruitment, but it didn't seem like they were properly motivated. No. This year they're gonna have to go the other way because they do have Merlin Roberts and they have some very good players, uh, and he might be a great player at some point. But. But for the, you know, for the most part, what you're saying, they don't have a bunch of four- and five-star recruits anymore.
1: In the NFL, Basin Onions, you are what you are at that point. Is You're a grown man, man. Okay, not 40, but you're a grown man. And um, a kid, though, who's 18, 19, 20, you can make them better than they really are just by focusing them and getting them right mentally. You can make them better, Luke. And, and that's what I really thought Herm Edwards was going to be able to do. That hasn't happened to the degree in which I thought it would. But once again, now Herm has got some raw material in his hands. A bunch of desperate kids that know they've got an opportunity to play. And if they ever want to go on and play in the NFL, which 99.9% of every college kid playing Division one football, and even lower than Division one football, has hopes, dreams, and aspirations of possibly being an NFL player. Well, you know what? Now you've got an opportunity. You're playing the 11th best team in the country. Do you think that Oklahoma State is looking at the Sun Devils going, oh, oh, no. oh boy. Nobody is. Here we go. No, they're, no, they're not. I'm not even this sure is, NAU was. This is what the favorite to every college football team, every college football program in the country who is favored, this is what the head coach worries about more than anything else. Overconfidence. Complacency. The dynamic is here. It goes back to that
0: conversation we were just having about the Cardinals and the Chiefs, though. Okay, those are two NFL teams and two playoff teams from last year. This is a lot more, there's a lot more of a discrepancy here. If Oklahoma State wins, okay, they were at home, they should, blah, 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 we just move on. If ASU beats Oklahoma State, you're on the map. You go out and beat the 11th seed in the country when everybody has written you off, you're on the map. Now, I'm not saying they're going to do it, although I'm going to be obnoxiously optimistic until given other reasons. So I'm, I'm going to believe they can, Wolf. But if we come yeah, in my... here on Monday and ASU beat Oklahoma State, and I think if they do it, it's going to have to be a 24 21, 21 20 sort of thing where Herm just ball control and just sort of suck the life out of the game. That is a huge win. And Herm, for all the ups and downs and a lot of downs lately with this program, he has beaten some good teams since he's gotten here michigan state oregon like he does have some of these wins
1: yeah no i i get that man but you know once again we're gonna have to wait and see how this goes um i'm not saying they're gonna upset uh oklahoma state i'm not saying that i am saying this though i expect to see a team that will fight you to the ground that's what i expect to see and if we don't see it uh, I, you have to look right at her You got the raw material right here. I want to see kids that are desperate to make a play. I'm not saying they're going to physically look better than Oklahoma State. But I want to see kids that will fight you to the ground because you've got them prepared. The putty is there, man. The raw material, the clay is there. You got to mold that clay. And we'll know whether or not he molded that clay Based on how those kids play,
0: here's uh, Emory Jones talking about the Oklahoma State defense.
1: One well, in Oklahoma State defense this week, uh, they run a lot of different exotic blitzes and, and um, a, a lot of different fronts, and they have some um, some really dominant guys up front. Their front seven is really tough, and, and we definitely gonna have to uh, lock into that.
0: This is why I was so encouraged by Xavier Valade against NAU was I think for ASU to, to be able to pull any upsets this season they're going to have to truly be able to just control the game and run the ball. But last week, Wolf, ASU got by you know, Emory Jones was fine. He didn't really have to do a whole lot. If they're going to somehow beat Oklahoma State as much as I think the plan is going to be to run the ball, Emory Jones is going to have to make some plays this week. And not that he didn't do anything last week. I'm not trying to minimize it. He was part of the win. He's a captain. But he's going to have to again, if we're in here on Monday saying, wow ASU just stunned Oklahoma State,
1: Emory Jones made some plays for that to happen. I'm going to say don't make mistakes, Emory. Yes. Uh, mistakes will blow up in your face on the road. Yeah, we learned that the hard way uh, last year. All right, when we come back, what is the key to Cardinals Chiefs
0: on Sunday? We're going to ask 15-year NFL vet Lorenzo Alexander. The lowdown is next. It's the Wolf and Luke Show on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station.